You're listening to the A-Team Health and Fitness Podcast with your hosts, Adam Kelly and Alan James. Join Adam and Alan as they dive into all things nutrition, training, mindset, and also bring on world-class experts within their respective fields to help you kickstart your journey towards transforming your life. Grab a coffee, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Diet shit, didn't it? Like, let's face it, people don't know how to eat. Even myself, right? I went from that photo shoot straight into my um, my life now, and I'm almost 15 kg heavier. Ultimately, a million times stronger. But and it was kind of it was a lot of purposeful as well. Like the only thing I tracked on a good scale was my protein target. So there's always a purpose behind it. But then my purpose was to ultimately get bigger. Like if I do get a bit fluffy, that's part of the process. Whereas someone to get lean and then maintain it is a different approach altogether. So how would you go about a client now? A client more or less achieves a photo shoot with you. They get lean. You know, they can't stay there, but they want to like, you know, they're going to can't stay photo shoot lean. You just can't. But you can kind of be like at a good level where you look sexy as fuck, but you just keep it but you don't want to track food. What do you think your best approach is to that? Well, I think like it's kind of after like you doing a photo shoot or doing something for a holiday or something. I think like why tracking is probably appropriate is because it's really accurate and you have a goal that you have to meet for a certain shoot or an event or a holiday. It, like has to be on the 15th of May or whatever that goal is. So like if you kind of go a uh, non-tracking, it's a bit loose you may not get to that goal and kind of like the likelihood of you having success at the end of it is not great. Like when we come off the back of it, maybe you've tracked for a period of time and you're sick of fucking tracking. And it's kind of because like, even though it's really accurate and stuff, it can be like, oh, I just want something else. And I think like where non-tracking stuff can be really useful is when you kind of go into this open-ended goal. Okay, like I've got really lean. That's when I get strong, not fuck it all up and look okay. So what does that look like? And usually like what these non-tracking habit things are, like there's loads of things that we can do. We spoke about this having ultimate different success markers almost, didn't we? Because hmm. we said like if your marker of success is just being thick skin lean year round, you probably want to track a lot more frequently than you do. But if you can kind of take yourself away from that physical look and then focus on things like strength and fitness naturally your food probably match that to a degree because you want to maintain that body shape do you know like when we talk about this as well like if we do go into like a phase where you don't want to track i suppose the goal that we have is people want to look great and feel awesome that's kind of the general consensus that we kind of come from look good feel good yeah 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 so like there's kind of loads of ways that we can go about this like and when we kind of go like non-tracking we're just looking at ways to maybe like reduce the amount of food that potentially that you're going to eat and not overeat say so like one thing that i've kind of done with clients in recent weeks even as well as just can we change the focus a little bit um was one client in particular that she didn't want to track and i was like okay cool so we just kind of changed the food environment a little bit and simple things is like reducing the amount of food that you eat okay that sounds really hard but eating on a smaller plate was like a big thing for her okay she used to have like a big plate where it was full all the time well, if we have a smaller plate, there's naturally going to be less food on that plate. So as a result of that, it's a non-tracking way, but you may be able to keep your 
food in check by just eating on a smaller plate. Like it's as simple as this. It's the one thing I always say to my clients. It is literally just eat at your meal time. So instead of just eating between your meals, like grazing and snacking all day, just eat at your set meal times. Just eat at your set meal times. Say if you said you had 10 o'clock, 1 o'clock, 4 o'clock, 7 o'clock, and don't eat in between them. Each one of the meals focus on protein and veg, and then just don't graze or snack between. You wouldn't go far wrong of getting into in great shape just like that. No, and um, this lady as well, and a couple of other people as I was saying too, like we have like triggers. Like for me, it would be like crisps. Like if there was a pack of the crisps in the house, man, I'll eat the whole fucking pack of them. Like share bags, bang, 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 bang. But what I was saying to them was kind of like just changing the environment which you're in all the time. So if you do feel like there's triggers in there, and we're not going to be tracking calories and stuff and thing, and like fitting things in and like having swaps and stuff maybe just avoiding having them triggers is a very good way of getting rid of the low-hanging fruit that may be just allowing you to overeat unknowingly to yourself because now we're not tracking anymore and just because we're not tracking doesn't mean we're not overeating and i think that's a kind of a thing that people don't realize you have a really good way of controlling what's in your space and if you can control that that's a pretty easy way of you adhering to the plan you know and like even a simple thing as well like eating at the table the environment that you eat in so like if we are eating at the table instead of eating on our lap in front of the tv or eating with the phone in our hand you're probably not in the moment when you're eating meals so potentially that you're going to be eating more and more and more and when we go to like hunger hormones and things like that you're probably not going to feel satiated and it may be like okay i want more but if you're actually in that headspace okay i'm actually eating a meal at the table at lunchtime there's no distractions i'm chewing my food i'm doing this and that okay well fuck yeah this was a meal I think- that i feel satiated from I think the struggle with this is that I get a lot of clients who do who are so fast paced and they because their jobs are like corporate world high up, they're in such this sympathetic nervous state that they're just constantly being bombarded by like business call notification, business call notification. They try to get to the gym they, when they leave the gym, is never really in the, the true environment. So, as good as the approach is to kind of sit at a table, I don't think it is, I don't think everyone can do it, can they? No, and like this is where it comes back to like it's going to be dependent on the client and like for people like that and I do have lots of clients like that myself like I do implement like maybe a period of the day where they won't consume calories. That may be skipping your breakfast for whatever reason they like three main meals and that can be a pretty easy way to kind of potentially save four to eight hundred calories in the first part of the day and you can actually have three really substantial meals in the latter part of the day and that actually works out quite well for you but the problem is is that when people aren't really tracking and they're eating all the time like if they're eating unknowingly to themselves they can actually whack up a fair amount of food uh, unknowingly to themselves especially yeah. when their protein intake is not that high yeah another good approach is just two snacks two mains chilling it's just so like it's just an easy thought process isn't it if you stick to that you don't necessarily have to track do you track right now no i was i've probably been into the uk what like four weeks of the last eight maybe have i potentially yeah you've been quite a lot haven't you yeah so like i haven't been tracking at all and what i've been doing is kind of this like non-tracking approach i've been having about three to four main meals with a really large serving of protein with each meal and i've probably been under eating potentially maybe overeating some days but like more often than not like it's been pretty easy but one thing that i did realize is kind of like when we look at like trying to construct your meal so um you go to a tesco and you get a chicken wrap the amount of protein in the chicken wrap is absolutely horrendous so like what i would normally do as opposed to like some days i would add extra chicken if i was eating out and stuff but more often than not you can just add maybe a protein yogurt to that meal and when we look at like having more veg there's probably not a whole lot of veg in that wrap so what you could do is have some veg on the side so all of a sudden we have a wholesome meal lots of fiber lots of protein tastes actually pretty fucking good 
and it's really calorie controlled and it's like it's good enough to satiate you for a phase of day i was doing that pretty much for four weeks out of the last eight and wagamamas and mandos yeah 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 but like <laughs> it's very easy to kind of um fit them things in and that's kind of what we're saying like if we look at these say you're coming off a fat loss phase or a lean phase or a vent phase or whatever the fuck you're doing probably food focus is pretty high maybe hunger is pretty high you can't really get full and stuff like that so like it's very important to maybe have a good protein target to hit and you know what protein is like the harder get in isn't it do you know I mean and mm-hmm. I always just go with the intention of if you're struggling to get protein in just get two different protein sources on one plate hmm. genius it's the biggest genius thing i've ever heard like eggs and chicken sausage and try chicken and beef it's just something that can make you hit your protein target without you oh and we've tried 200 grams of chicken oh, that's right oh mate you're just eating chicken all day and then you go oh, I got two 200 grams of chicken to eat today Blech. yeah even there as well like you know like when um a good kind of thing as well would be kind of like to reduce the amount of variety in your meals so when we try and get really flexible and things like that you can get really flexible when you're tracking your calories and stuff because you can fit a lot of shit in but the problem is, is when we're not tracking things is that like the more flexible you are and the more variety that we have inside our meals lots of hidden things can kind of creep in there so kind of like maybe reducing the amount of variety in your meals may not be a bad way it just may be an easy way to spontaneously reduce your calories i suppose to reduce the likelihood of you overeating i suppose is kind of what i'm getting at what it comes down to as well is when people stop tracking their calories, they also stop tracking like their weight and they stop tracking their like measurements and stuff. It's just like as long as you're staying on top of them things, because like you have goals at the end of the day. If your goal is to lose weight, but you don't want to track, you gotta track something. You gotta track that body weight, or you gotta track that, you know, track that waist measurement because otherwise, how do you know you get anywhere? And even like um a lot of this stuff is habit-based stuff. Because like we're saying, okay, like change your environment you eat. That doesn't have to happen all at once, but it can happen over time. Eat more regular servings of veggies in. Get a serving of protein with each meal, like three or four substantial amounts throughout the day. But even like simple things like reducing the amount of sugar that you consume in your food intake. Not that sugar is bad, but it's a pretty easy way. You consume calories. Yeah. So like things like your sauces, things like even swapping a sugar for like a sweetener. They're like really easy things that you don't really have to track. It's just a habit you're getting into. Again, it just reduces the likelihood of you over consuming because the last thing you want is to do a phase and then within six weeks, you're fucking 15 kg heavier. Do you know what I mean? Because that's yeah. kind of, you're going from one extreme to the next. Um, have you done anything with past, like with clients, like even like with swaps and stuff, say with food swaps? Um, alcohol mainly. Mm-hmm. If you usually drink six pints a night, could you drink like two pints and then a couple of gins? It does dramatically reduce the calories. That's probably the one I use the most. Some people just commit to the vodka life then, don't they? <laughs> yeah, and like even I have lots of people that would kind of consume a lot of liquid calories, so alcohol included in that, but like things like your fruit juices and like your fizzy drinks and stuff, like even with your fizzy drinks, like the difference between just an ordinary 7-Up and a 7-Up free, like over the course of like six to ten weeks is massive i think you're an absolute tool if you're drinking the full fat version yeah. of chai max the zero calorie version is so much nicer than the others you're like what are you doing you're just wasting it i think as well there's one maybe i think it's the full fat greek yogurt and the low fat greek yogurt just said i think one tub is 500 grams i think there's 50 grams of protein in each of them but i think in the full fat one there's 50 grams of fat which is like an extra 450 cals the fire yeah, so like the full fat, a zero one, yeah. <laughs> People call it phage and fire. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs>
um, if we go into like, because people still want to add muscle. So kind of like a performance habit for that may be a very simple thing. Have a serving of protein in the pre-workout, maybe about an hour or two hours before, and just get into the habit of having a post-workout shake. Just get into the habit of doing that. At least you're, you're getting a serving pre, you're getting a serving post, and all of a sudden then that association with your gym workout becomes, okay, I'm getting a protein here, I'm getting a protein here, and you probably have two other meals there. You're probably doing enough there to kind of stimulate MPS throughout the day, which is going to be more conducive to sticking on some size as well long term. And once again, you could even go as far as saying people who are trying to lose body fat, save your carbs before and after your workouts as well. Exact same process. I suppose all of a sudden then like you can kind of just link that workout to, okay, I'm going to have carbs in the pre-workout window because the goal for me is to have a good workout and I want to get a pump and I want to feel good and blah, blah, blah. And I just think if you can kind of almost have that around the window itself, it just creates a good association that again, like this is if you're not tracking but even um i was chatting to somebody recently again and it was kind of like just simple things reducing the amount of junk food that you eat and just kind of start eating quote-unquote cleaner foods like start making things from scratch if you um make an evening meal like what's in a stir fry it's literally just a load of frozen veg fucking on the pan there's a meat with that and whatever else you put in it but do you know when you get like a ready meal of a stir fry it's going to be way higher calorie way higher do you know what i mean and like there's no real need for it um in that regard and they're the kind of small things oh it's only a stir fry like how many times have you heard that but all that shit adds up and especially when you're not logging it it can add up to a fair amount of calories over the course of the week to be fair i do think that even though this is like a a complete chat about where you are women off tracking if you haven't got results in your fitness goals it's probably because you haven't tracked at some point and the biggest game changer that you can do, in my opinion. And this is just speaking from experience. When I want to put on size, I track shit. When I want to drop body fat, I track shit. All of a sudden, I get results. Sustainable lifestyle to live forever? Not for me. I don't track generally. But if I want to get somewhere really aggressively, I track. In my opinion as well, I definitely do think the only way that you can have this long... Well, I wouldn't say the only way, but a really good chance of having long-term sustainability is after going through a phase of tracking. Because every time you track, I tell my clients, take a snapshot in your head. What does that chicken fillet look like? What does that sweet potato look like? What does that look like? How many calories are in that? And all of a sudden, you're painting a picture in your head because as humans, we tend to eat the same foods all the time anyway. So all of a sudden, you do have an auto-regulated subconscious food plan in your head. So you can okay well i normally have half the thing of greek yogurt which takes up this amount of this bowl if it's the same fucking bowl it's more or less going to be the same like we're not going to cry over five grams here and there it's just the general consensus but after that then if you do want to go towards a more of a looser way intuitive eating in tune with what you're trying to do this may be a little bit easier because you're not looking for an end date with an end goal and a certain phase of time in 16 weeks or 12 weeks, whatever it may be. Like it's a bit more open-ended. So you can go to the gym then and you can get stronger and you can enjoy stuff a bit more. And if you're not getting the goals you want, you may track for a week or two again and say, oh fuck, I'm actually under eating and it's not conducive to these strength goals that I want right now. So it actually may just kind of open your eyes up for two weeks, go backtracking for two weeks. What does that look like? Take a snapshot in your head and you can go back to this non-tracking again. I think it's just kind of it's this thing where, as like you were saying, if you do have certain goals and you want to do things, probably the best way to go about it is to be tracking because definitely want to get you there faster. We talked about this before. It's like we get to the end goal. It's kind of like you scaling up a cliff or Everest or something. But how do you get back down? And like how you get back down is completely up to you. Do you want to just free fall it and just see what the fuck happens? <laughs> or 
do you want to just kind of like scale your way down usually that's trying to find a plan that complements your life and not complicates your life so maybe if you have been tracking for a while as opposed to not tracking everything maybe just not track a meal for a week it's the same thing all the time just don't track that one meal you still have three meals you can track and all of a sudden you can start taking out meals a little bit more but it's going to be completely universal to you i suppose if we had one maybe two rules what would they be eat a lot of veg and oily fish and if you don't like oily fish supplement with omegas but once again you just said about rules rules is such a sick thing that people put in place and people think they're like a negative thing but rules is just you being kind to yourself because you're allowing yourself to be a bit looser you put certain rules in place to mean that you don't track so for example if you had simple rules of don't fuck up before six o'clock that's a good rule to put in place where you you know your food quality quantity you know, more lean proteins and more vegetables before that six o'clock. Maybe had a rule of a higher step target or something like that. Or maybe had a rule of implementing a fast or something up until 12. These rules are going to mean that your calories are going to be reduced, meaning that when you do get to the evening and you do fancy doing the usual evening thing and sit in front of the TV eating a bag of Doritos or something, you're chilling because you sorted it out a little bit better than you would have previously otherwise. Let's say if we gave a client, because there's definitely people here that would be like this. And you said um, they're always on the go, they're flat out all the time, they're too oh, busy, they just can't eat lunch. So what a potential tip for them would be to maybe have a shake lunch. So that might be just literally a protein shake and a piece of fruit or something, or maybe just intermittent fast and skip lunch. Every time, isn't it? You just say, um, yeah. It's more the difficulty of when they're at work. and they. I don't know if you ever with any nurses. Nurses love biscuits and chocolates and there's always like biscuits chocolates going around and that's when it becomes the difficult side of things to manage isn't it mm. and like even there like people like still think they need to eat a breakfast first thing in the morning that goes back to that same client because usually people don't have time in the morning or they're not hungry so if like you're not hungry skipping your breakfast is okay it's not going to kill you i always describe like this right there's always the science of doing something then there's the art of doing something right the science of doing something is you've got to remain in like a calorie deficit the art is how you achieve that calorie deficit. And it's just like the art would be like if fasting was your way of doing it, if uh, having rules set in place is a good way of doing it, if having a higher energy expenditure, it'd have to be really flipping high. It'd have to be like a marathon a day or whatever. But these little things is just your method of how you'd achieve what the actual underlying goal is, which is like calorie deficit or the calorie surplus with getting hench as fuck. Yeah. And like if you kind of do all them things there, you're ticking off a lot of boxes for that optimal health. You're getting a lot of fiber and you're getting a lot of protein in there it is literally just this four square meals a day concentrate on protein and veg in them four square meals and then don't graze or snack in between realistically you're probably gonna be a lean motherfucker on that and i think the reason why people do snack in between meals and stuff and snacking is not a problem i accidentally finished that 900 calorie share of bag i'd love a packet of 900 calories 900 calories a share bag and it's like uh 600 calories for the dip as if you've never finished that Chilly heat wave, man. I would wolf one of them now. What I was trying to get at there was kind of snacking. Usually we snack because you've nothing to do and you're bored. Usually, a lot of the time. Like all them things are kind of just if you stay occupied, stay busy, have a structure in your day. And more often than not, like those things that we just knocked out there, you could really go about that. And if you don't like fish, especially oily fish, I hate fish in general. So my omega count would be way down, but I just supplement with it. So like, if you don't like fish, just supplement It's fucking easy. But apart from that, I think they're pretty easy, non-tracking habits that you can really add in. And if all that fails, get a fucking coach, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> Click the link in the bio. My new website is now live. I look forward to hearing from you. <laughs> 
So a massive thank you for tuning in to the podcast. If you found some value from this episode, make sure that you share this with some friends and family members. It would really help the podcast out a lot. We would love it if you could share this on your social media channels. Make sure that you tag myself and Alid so that we can thank you personally. On to the next episode. Chat soon.